This weekend, Auburn had its home game against Arkansas, a game that it won 30-28. The culture of Auburn football is about more than the game itself, though. It's about tailgating and rolling Tumor's Corner and watching the Eagle fly over the stadium and, for some, going to the bars downtown afterwards. From the Auburn Plainsman, this is Sweet 1111. I'm Trice Brown. This week, I'll be giving over the show to managing editor Evan Melans, who will talk about the students he spoke to downtown over the weekend and about how they feel the recent lifting of bar restrictions has brought Auburn back to some degree of normalcy. Stay with us. Hey, my name is Jack West, and I'm the editor-in-chief of the Auburn Plainsman. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Sweet 1111. If you enjoy this podcast, want to support it, and want to advertise with us, this space right here is available. If you're interested, send an email to admanager at theplainsman.com, and we can get you all set up. Once again, that's admanager at theplainsman.com if you want to advertise with us. Thank you so much. On Saturday night, students were ordering drinks in Sky Bar after 11 p.m., a relatively new occurrence since returning to campus this fall. On September 29th, the Alabama Beverage Control Board voted to lift its 11 p.m. cutoff of alcohol sales at bars and restaurants. The policy was instituted earlier in the year due to concerns about the spread of the coronavirus. The city of Auburn quickly followed suit, choosing on October 1st to rescind the city's local state of emergency, which previously prohibited walk-up bar service. From August 27th to October 1st, customers had to be seated at bars to order a drink. During the first home football game of the year, downtown Auburn was deemed an entertainment district. Establishments could set up outdoor bars that offered walk-up service, but all sales inside the bars were supposed to be limited to seated customers. Establishments could set up outdoor bars that offered walk-up service, but all sales inside the bars were supposed to be limited to seated customers. So on the night of the first home game since restrictions on bars have been significantly eased, students and young people gathered in large crowds downtown, some feeling that things were somewhat normal again, and that while the game that many of them attended paled in comparison to past seasons, the bars they frequented were beginning to feel like they were before. At 7 p.m., after the game ended, students cut across the intersection of College and Magnolia in droves. A few were wearing masks, and others were not. Fans were asked to not roll the tumor's oaks this year, and few students did. The trees had very little toilet paper in them. Following a close game, the trees would likely be solidly draped in years past, but the smaller crowd at the game meant that there were simply fewer people to heave toilet paper. It was also a rainy game, though, and many students said that the energy inside Jordan-Hare Stadium this year is low. Jackson Cook, junior in wildlife enterprise management, swiped his Tiger card and left before the game started on Saturday which students do to avoid earning points on their ticketing account. Here's Cook. So I'm a, so I'm a junior, so I witnessed the freshman and sophomore year. Right. It was great, and the energy is just not the same this year. Right. It's, he attended the first game against Kentucky. Like, when they score, it's silence. Like, right. we, we try to, but, but nothing. it's not there. Yeah, like, like, Cook was downtown getting food and said he probably wasn't going to any of the bars that night. They'll all be too crowded, he figured, since more people wanted to go downtown now that restrictions were eased. At 10.30, patrons were standing in front of Pyology waiting to get into Southeastern. 
The long lines and high cover charge, which was $20 at Southeastern during parts of that night, made downtown feel normal for some people, especially after attending a football game with restrictions that would make it nearly unrecognizable to years past. Most patrons didn't have a mask on in line until they were about five people from the door. Then, mask up, ID out, step in, order a drink, mask off. This was the routine for the night, said Noah Sells, freshman in psychology. For many of the people visiting downtown, there was a feeling of contempt towards wearing a mask, even if for short periods of time. There were still some restrictions in place, though, like a 50% capacity limit which all bars were supposed to adhere to. But that may not have been the case at some bars. Sells, who was trying to get back into Southeastern, he had just left to get a sandwich, said the bar was packed when he visited Friday and Saturday night, which he was glad to see. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Natalie Beckrank, Managing Editor of the Auburn Plainsman. I just want to remind everyone that if you'd like to support Sweet 1111 and the newsroom that creates it, you can log on to theplainsman.com and click on the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. You'll be supporting over 125 years of local, editorially independent journalism right here in Auburn. Once again, that's theplainsman.com and click on the upper right-hand corner that says Donate. Thank you so much in advance, and now back to the show. From the perspective of businesses, bigger crowds were nice to see, too as many bar owners and employees have said that they have taken big losses throughout the pandemic. Victoria Patton, a medical assistant student through the outreach program at Auburn University, was working the door at Avondale Bar and Tap Room Saturday night. Avondale saw a pretty good crowd, which may have been due in part to some of the eased restrictions, she said. Here's Patton. I think it kind of lit a fire under everybody to kind of go out, maybe spend some money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fingers crossed it'll be good for everyone. She still had concerns over the spread of COVID-19, which she said she contracted earlier this year and from which she said she suffered memory loss. Deciding what establishments can be open and when and to what extent are hard questions and ones that she's still unsure how to answer. Yeah, so I mean, I've seen it from both sides. So honestly, it's just like, it's like, what is the right answer? You know, because you want, you want people in town here, I mean, all these really nice business owners that we all know and love. We want them to be able to, you know, to prosper, but at the same time, we want everyone to be safe. So it's really, you know, no one will be happy. There's plenty of questions that are currently unanswered. The complete outcome of light and bar restrictions and partying students is unknown. Angela Burns, senior in biomedical science, said it's too early to know, but right now, downtown is a little corner where things are normal, a place where COVID-19 is an afterthought. As of right now, I think it's just a little bit too early to quite tell. But it definitely seems like there's a lot of people and it doesn't really seem like there's too much of a yeah. pandemic going on. Right. Sorry, I don't want to... From the Auburn Plainsman, this has been Sweet 1111. I'm Evan Melins, signing off. See you next week. <laughs>